Life Audio. Hey, 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 everybody. Welcome to Billy and the Goat. I'm Billy Yancey. God is the Goat. As you know, our show is all about overcoming life's challenges, overcoming adversity. Please hit the subscribe button so we can stay in touch. Years ago, a lady that I was dating, later I was in a relationship with, sent me a text. It read, give him baths for the rest of his life. Pick him up and carry him. Cut his food in bite-sized pieces. Do everything for him. I don't care. Going forward, don't expect me to do a effing thing to help him progress. We'll be right back. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Welcome back to the show. So, yeah, that's a heck of a text. Clearly, they were angry. It's probably one of the most putrid, scathing, nasty, evil texts I've ever gotten in my life. I saved it as a reminder. I couldn't believe that they actually put that in writing and sent it to me. They were talking about my son, about my son, William. So, obviously, that was, it hit me. It hit me really hard. This podcast, this show is about relationships that we may find ourselves in, whether it be romantically, it could be work, it could be in passing. And it's just interesting. I think it's interesting as I, as I reflect, as I think back to the relationships that I was in over the years that were not the right relationship for me. And I think not just myself, but I think we sometimes we put up with stuff that we should not put up with. And for some reason or the other, whatever reason is, we, we do. And I did in many instances. The late Maya Angelou said, when someone shows you who they are, believe them the first time. Think back how many times Someone has showed you who they were, who they are. How many times did you let them get by with it? How many times have we given people the benefit of the doubt? How many times have we swept it under the rug? How many times have we ignored it? What I've discovered, especially over these last two years, that I've just been, I think, you know, God put me in time out. I've been on my own, living by myself, 
relationship-less. Finding myself, learning myself, digging myself deep, deep, deep into the gospel, into the Bible, prayer. It, 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 was, it was necessary. It's just what I needed to get closer to God, to get in a much better relationship with God so that I would stop having these relationships with people I shouldn't have had relationships with. And what happens is I've found until we heal ourselves, until we put ourselves in timeout, until God puts us in timeout, we will continue the same habits. We will continue the same relationships and find ourselves in places, in relationships, in toxic relationships with people in businesses, in society, over and over again. And it keeps happening over and over again. We can't figure out why. Because we keep attracting the same demons that the people we're involved with are surrounded by. So this person sent this text to me years ago. We weren't together much longer after that. So later I find myself in another toxic relationship that's felt very, very similar to what I experienced years before. And you know what? It's not their fault. This was my fault. This was my fault because I attracted these types of people into my life. I wasn't privy to, I wasn't aware, or I wasn't, I didn't have the, the young lady I have today. Amazing. Amazing. The person that I'm with today is just, I keep saying amazing. God fearing, God driven, amazing spirit, beautiful inside and out. I'm not going to just go on and on about her, but what I'm getting at is there's no way that I had the opportunity <clears throat> to meet and be with the person that I am today if I'm not right with myself, if I'm not right with God. There's no way God sends me, us, a person like her if I'm not right. If I'm not right within myself. So it's my fault that those things happen to me. It's my fault that I was in those relationships with those people, not them. One of those people, the one that sent the text, you know, we still have, we've had, we have better communication over the years. It's nothing like that text. You know, it's it's friendly. But that, you know what, that'll never happen again. Never. Well, I will have, have a situation like that in a romantic relationship, in a business relationship, anywhere. God has blessed me, oh my goodness, beyond measure, abundantly more than I could ever, ever, ever imagine. Our scripture 
for today. It's Proverbs 15, chapter 15, verses 13 through 15. A happy heart makes the face cheerful, but heartache crushes the spirit. The discerning heart seeks knowledge, but the mouth of a fool feeds on folly. All the days of the oppressed are wretched, but the cheerful heart has a continual feast. God's blessed me to have and maintain and to continue going forward with a cheerful heart, with a continual feast. My life is grand. I faced some people. I was in a relationship with some people with heartache, fools feeding on folly, oppressive, amazingly despicable language. And you know what? As I think back, the language used by the people that I were that I was involved with was just toxic, hateful, mean. That's not God. That's the enemy. That's Satan. That's the devil. You know the devil uses people as vessels to spew his madness, his nastiness, his evil. That text was demonic. It's from the devil. He used this person to spew hate about my son. I'll never have a relationship like that again. Thank God. But we have to be careful the relationships that we find ourselves in. They can be extremely disheartening, hurtful, you know, get you in a position where you've fallen, you're down, you're hurt, you're depressed. You know, some people never get up from this. I, by the grace of God, was able to find a place and be by myself and be in time out and give the the glory to God and pray and read scripture and meditate and work on myself and and not accept the ugly, the nasty, the virulent language, attitudes, behaviors that were coming at me from different people. I used these two years to find myself, to improve, increase my relationship with God, the Holy Spirit, Jesus Christ. It's so important for us to to consider, to think, to understand, to hear the language used by some people in relationships. Abusive relation abusive language in a relationship can be so hurtful, demeaning and diminishing. You know, hearing that consistently, day in and day out, can beat us down, put us in a place, in a corner, back us into a wall, into a closet, into a space that we can never get out of. And we have to remember that. (laughs) That is not God. God is not anger. God is not mean. God is not hate. God is not demeaning. God is not one-upping. God is not or does not need the last word 
in a conversation or discussion. That's not God. That's the enemy speaking through a person who is not spiritually anchored, doesn't have a good, strong relationship with God, the Father, Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit, all the above. That's not God. So many times we get we get exposed, not just exposed, but we get attracted by glitz and glamour, things, cars, homes, jewelry, money. That's not God. That's not love. It's just because people have things, a lot of stuff, doesn't mean that they are right for us or spiritually grounded or spiritually connected or that they have a relationship with the Almighty. Having a lot of money, having a big house doesn't make you smart, doesn't make you spiritual, doesn't get you closer to God. That's not what it's about. That's not what God wants. The enemy is at work every day, every second of the day, working through people, working through family, working through spaces that you and I take for granted. And that's when the devil pounces. And as I said before, it is so important for us to understand, realize that it's not the other person's fault. It's our fault for letting it happen. It's our fault for allowing ourselves to get in that position. And I'll repeat, the reason that I have the opportunity and am in the relationship that I am today is not because the people that I was involved with before gave me a pat on the back or wrote me a letter or a letter of commendation. No, it's because I did the work. I continue to do the work. And the work is improving my relationship with the Almighty. The work is digging into the gospel, digging into scripture, likening myself to the fruits of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, self-control, getting into the Word, giving it all to God, giving the will to God, glorifying His name. That's why I am able to be in and have the relationship that I have today because I did the work, because I'm doing the work. I'm not there, quote-unquote, there yet. I'll never be there. I will continue to work on myself to be a better version of myself, to lead, to lead my son, help him, strengthen him, pray for him, pray not just for my son but for my family, for many of you, to bring the gospel, to preach the gospel, to continue to do God's will, to not do flashy, the expensive, the glitz, the glamour. It's not what it's about. That's not why we're here. That's not why I'm here. I'm here presently and intentionally to help you overcome adversity, to help you overcome challenges, to share my issues and problems and stuff that I faced my fears and how to navigate 
successfully out of them, giving God the glory. Again, a happy heart makes the face cheerful, but heartache crushes the spirit. Happy heart is God. Heartache, virulent language, toxic relationships crush the spirit. The discerning heart seeks knowledge, but the mouth of a fool feeds on folly. The discerning heart seeks knowledge. We want to pray to God for wisdom and understanding every day in every situation. We want wisdom and understanding because the mouth of a fool feeds on folly. That's what fools do. The devil, the enemy, Satan is living through people and spreading his toxicity everywhere. It's everywhere. All the days of the oppressed are wretched, but the cheerful heart has a continual feast. Ladies and gentlemen, if you want a continual feast, the only way is through God. It's not through money. It's not through fame. It's not through a house. It's not through a business. It's not through travel. It's through giving God the glory. Glorifying God the Almighty. Take heed going forward. Remember what Maya Angelou said. When someone shows you who they are, believe them the first time. It's not the second, third, fourth. I mean, how many, how many different times do you need? How many different ways of hate, embarrassment, connivingness? I don't even know if that's a word. How many different, what, what do you need? They already showed you that they're evil, that they're mean, that they, they don't respect you, that they're in it for themselves and not you. What do you need? Embrace God. Embrace the Holy Spirit. Embrace Jesus Christ. Read your Bible. Pray. Pray to God. Give God the glory. Take inventory of yourself, where you are, your friends, your surroundings, even your loved ones. Sometimes we have to cut family back. That's the truth. So going forward, I encourage you to pray, to give it to God, give it all to God, to eliminate the toxic language, environment, associations that you find yourself in, whether it be in a relationship, whether it be business, and even if it's family. If it means that you have to move out or someone has to move out, someone has to get out, or drastic changes have to be made. That's what needs to be done. If God needs to put you in time out, it means that you need to be on your own by yourself to discover who you are, better understand who God is, what God wants from you, and what you need to do on a daily basis, then that what that's what needs to happen. It is absolutely amazing what God has done, is doing, and is going to continue to do. And not just my life, but yours as well. But we have to get the toxicity out of our lives. It cannot be condoned. 
again, the only way that I have the opportunity, opportunities that I have today is because I gave it all to God. I gave God the will. God is in charge. And I said, you know what, Billy? You're in the right space. You've done good, son. Thank you for joining me today. God bless. Allow me to take a moment to thank the team at Life Audio for their partnership with us on the podcast. If you go to lifeaudio.com, you will find dozens of other faith-centered podcasts in their network. They've got shows about prayer, Bible study, parenting, and much, much more. A powerful prayer life does not require hiking a mountain to be able to hear from God. God can meet us right in the middle of our busy lives to help, guide, and speak to us through prayer. I'm Christina Patterson, host of the Teach Us to Pray podcast, providing practical teaching and encouragement on how you can make prayer a natural and consistent part of your everyday life. I promise it won't require hiking a mountain, but you just might develop the faith to move one. Listen and subscribe at lifeaudio.com.